mission of Temesca Wellness, I'd worry when my cannabis supply was running low. I need cannabis to live pain-free. Temesco Wellness is expanding its network in Massachusetts with a care center in Hudson and two new centers in Framingham and Pittsfield opening soon. Our friendly, professional staff connects with patients to understand their medical conditions and help them choose the cannabis products that provide the most symptom relief. I just called the number on their website and a Temesco Wellness specialist walked me through applying for the Massachusetts Medical Marijuana Program. Once I was approved, I went to the center in Hudson. Not only did they have my favorite strain, they recommended a low-dose edible that's helped with sustained symptom relief. Our testing and production facility in Worcester means the quality of the products we cultivate for our Massachusetts patients is controlled and monitored by Temesco Wellness from seed to display. And we apply the same rigorous standards to the third-party retail products we carry. Temesco Wellness took stress out of getting the cannabis products I rely on. Visit ma.temescowellness.com to learn more and get connected to the Massachusetts Medical Cannabis Program. Temesco Wellness, quality cannabis for a better quality of life. Hey, I'm Pat B. And I'm Adam Willis. I'm just Johnny. I'm Jared Palapal. And this is the Geek Down on WEMF Radio. Leave me forward bionically. Uh, oh, they feel happy. Bop with me. Bop with me. I'm talking about shoes. Tom, Tom, Tom. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Everyone did good. Tom, you could be better. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Geek Down here on WEMF. I am Pat B. In the house, sweating my ass off. Mm-hmm. It is ridiculous. I look to my left. And he's nothing but a puddle, Black Adam Willis. Yeah, and it's weird that the the hallway is actually the only cold space in this, this whole building. Okay, yeah. Tom, Tom, why don't we do the show from out there? <laughs> Just yeah, move these mics. We're fine, right? Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah, we apparently lost AC in here, so we're uh, we're doing it from the sweat box. But we, we're here. Yeah, we we're do here. it for the love, man. You How you doing, that? P? Wow, sweltering on this mm-hmm. wonderful, wonderful Labor Day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I had a lot of action to do. I went out to Lowell, then back to Boston, then out to Lowell again, then back to Boston, and then to Quincy. So people are taking the day off, but not you. Yeah, That's dude, working hard for the money. Mm. Nice. All right, we are not alone in the house right mm. there. You just heard the comments, the chiming in, the background audio, the din, if you will, of none other than Jer Palapo. Hey, what's up? I'm what up? Okay, what up, man? Dude, we got to get you a funky radio name. Yeah, probably. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll have it within the hour, I think. Yeah. Right? yeah. yeah. You're pretty good at that. Within the hour? I think so. Uh, dude, okay, no pressure. <laughs> no pressure. All right, Jay, you've got yeah. the inside we stuff on Tom, like, uh, three, three a show, so <laughs> <laughs> we can give him one, right? Well, well yeah. Tom's, Tom's just that versatile. <laughs> yeah. You know, Tom, Tom, Tom is just like a man who covers the spectrum of talent and skill. You I know, think his name is, begins with a T, and there's enough alliteration where we can sure, probably right, get away so. with it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So if anyone, if anyone does, if anyone's watching us on the uh, WEMF stream or on twitch.tv slash the geek down, seeing these smiling faces around the table, you can never really see our producer, Tom. He's over there on the other side working the boards. So I'll describe him for you. Imagine the cross between like George Clooney and Bradley Cooper. And George Clooney. And George Costanza. Yes. And they had a baby, but they used a surrogate father in the form of... Andrew um, Dice Clay. Yeah, close enough. I was going to say Al Yankovic. I I like like your selection better. All right, yeah. Yeah. I didn't Uh, tell him to say any of this, I promise. (laughs) (laughs) You heard it here first, ladies Mm, and gentlemen. mm. Happy to have you. Happy to have you. Keeping us sounding crisp and delicious. The man, Turbo Teen Tom. Tom, Mm. how you doing? I'm doing all right. Good to be here. All right. He is in here... Just, 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 I don't know, perspiring along with us, man. I, I respect the work ethic. It is sweltering, but I'm hanging in here in the name of the geek down. Yeah. The good name. Yeah, we get to get in here an hour and he doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, I'm yeah, so I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. We'll tell you a story of the future generations. All right. And of course, <laughs> over there, he's silent. He's very focused. Just Johnny. You. His diet is scary. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm taking it even further. By the way, I'm well, going like I'm going like Super Saiyan three. Okay, level what's now. what's what? How are you killing Super yourself? Super Saiyan this three time? is, is like a Christian Bale when he's doing the Machinist. <laughs> yeah, one oh, latte and an apple all day. Yeah. Yeah, man. Have you gone full uh, Tom Cruise and ca- Tom Hanks and Castaway? Uh, well, uh, opposite kind of. I'm gonna go full carnivore 
and try okay. that out. Really? Full-blown carnivore yeah. with uh, high, still high-fat, so it's still keto. Mm -hmm. It's like a subset of keto. It's red it's meat and water, animal. baby. Yeah, pretty much. Red meat and water. This is new. All right. New. I'm, I'm going to incorporate the, the animal products, so cheese will still be a go and stuff like that. I'm going to try that out, and then, uh, yeah. Who's and it? Sean do... Baker is the, uh, the leader of that front? Uh, he's one of the famous ones because he's, like, both a doctor and a triathlon, uh, competitive, yeah, right. breaking world records just on pure meat diet kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, he's doing really good. All right. Respect this man. So yeah. I'm trying it out. Just uh, not yet. But I will be. We'll check back in a week when he's uh, from his hospital bed. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Uh, no, we'll get you a couple of raw eggs, man. You'll be fine. All right, we have an action-packed, fun-filled show for you, as always. Dude, I got the inside stuff on Mark Wahlberg's latest effort, Mile 22. Oh, thank God for that. Yeah, man. and here's a sneak peek. It's mediocre. Okay, and also coming up, we had, Joe Jerry, I, I, I started to say it earlier. You have the inside information on... A game I know Johnny was specifically jazzed about. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like chomping at the bit, but I'm like, no, 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 you gotta wait. Jerry needs to chime in. Yeah. All Star Fruit Racing. Indeed, I do. I did play that game. And it rolls <laughs> right off your tongue, and it's gonna be exciting, I think. Yeah. All right. I love that yeah. dead panel. Yes, that is a game I, 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 I partook in. That is a game I played. Do you like fruits? We'll talk about oh, baby. <laughs> do you They're like fruits? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, well, I'm excited. I don't know about you. I, di I didn't realize how many different, like, seasons <laughs> of fruits there are on this game, but there's four seasons, each with their own sets of fruit. Yeah. Try to guess which ones apply to what, because <laughs> I have no freaking clue. <laughs> All right, this, this should be interesting. All right, also, dude, we got to see the latest effort from Melissa McCarthy, mm. The Happy Time Murders. This is actually mm. a picture that they started making or have been trying to make since 2008. Yeah. So I uh, got a lot to say about this yeah. one. Stay tuned. Yeah. And then we will wrap up with the latest uh, 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 project. I, I called it a pet project earlier, but that doesn't seem fair because it's a larger opus. Um, but it started from a Kickstarter back in 2016. Cinema Purgatorium. Yeah. This is a uh, graphic novel anthology. Yeah. Uh, with some Alan, of the best uh, comic writers you can, oh, yeah, you can name dude, off. We'll yeah. drop names on yeah. you, man. Yeah, sure. It was awesome. And, it was, yeah. uh, um, well, okay, so for, you know, spoiler. Uh, it was pretty damn good. We'll have yeah, the, yeah, uh, we'll we'll have the full details sure. later on. But first, I want to talk about. I want to. I want to talk. First, I want to learn how to speak. Excuse me. Sibilance. 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 The look on Tom's face helped me know that was bad. Okay. Now, I want to talk about Mile 22. This is the new movie by Mark Wahlberg. Um, starring Mark Wahlberg, starring John Malkovich, starring Ronda Rousey, starring Lauren Cohen. Uh, starring um, your boy Ito, I forget his last name. He, he was the uh, star of the Raid Redemption. The Raid, yeah. And this is for me anyway. The only reason to see this movie, based the on the cast reason. anyway. You know what I mean? Not, I'm not actually putting them down. I'm just piping him up more because oh, okay. he right, is an right. uh, action movie like dynamo. Like he is so agree. good. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Obviously with the Raid, those two movies, uh, Headshot, and a bunch of other things. It's like he is, he is it. Yeah. Yeah. No, like it's very fair to see. Stuff, yeah. yeah. You see his name on a roster, and you see that face. You're like, I know that guy from this, from this, from yep. this, this, and this. Yeah. And they were all awesome movies. Even his doing very it, like, short yeah, stint, an English language movie. Yeah, dude. Is, he was in yeah. um Fast and Fur uh, uh, Furious Seven. Yep. Mm. Yeah, and a very short role. He's on screen for all of maybe six minutes. Right. But it is like one of the dopest six minutes in the whole franchise. Right, right. You know, and the, and the cat's like serious. So seeing him on this poster is going to get butts in that seat. Sure. You know, and Ronda Rousey, we want to see what's going on, dude, because we want to see how her acting career is going to go. If she's bringing those moves that we always hope she will to the uh, to the picture. Lauren Cohen's proved that she can be a badass. Oh, wasn't uh, it Ronda Rousey was supposed to do a new Roadhouse movie? Wasn't that the big thing? That like, was the rumor was going it. around a while back, but I have not heard about the project Well, since. as soon as she got knocked out, <laughs> yeah. Honestly, like you know, yeah. I'm not, I'm not like uh, throwing dirt on her or anything yeah. like that. As soon that as she got bank. knocked out, yeah, yeah. yeah that deuce, movie. Double Deuce is no place for second bananas. I'll just that say that movie right now. all of a sudden didn't have any funding. Mm. You know, so you didn't hear anything more about it. But yeah, Dang, man. I'm glad to see uh, she did well in this. Is, is that what she did really well. I was very surprised. Okay, so I'll break down the story real quick. This is the tale, Mile 22, of a, uh, an elite force. When you don't go to the military and you've exhausted all diplomatic options. You call Wahlberg and his crew. They are mother and child. Mother is the um, like the organization that runs them from satellites, and they're the children. They're different um, factions 
are the uh, agents that go into the field, handle business, and then, you know, fade away without a trace. It's like a black ops team, basically. Yeah, right. and you know what? You'd think so. You're like, Mark Wahlberg throws it down, and Ronda Rousey's gonna rough cats up left right, man. It's gonna be dope. Lauren Cohen gonna be shooting, gonna be picking out headshots. You know, um, Ito's gonna be doing Indian burns. You know, it's gonna be amazing. And then you get in this and find out Wahlberg is, he is playing a military operative, but he's the strategy guy. He's the one who's playing. Now, this is supposedly... Uh, is this supposedly, like supposedly putting kind of him as like the scientist in uh, <laughs> a little bit. In a Transformers had, movie? Uh, Come on. Kind of. You had um, you had a better comparison before the show when you said it's, it's uh, kind of Ben Affleck like, in the, the accountant. Yeah, that's, right. that, that's perfect because this is Mark Wahlberg so playing yeah. supposedly a more cerebral role. And he, I, I gotta, I gotta say, man, I like Mark Wahlberg's body of work. You know, uh, Boogie Nights is to date one of my favorite movies. That's yeah, one movie. You know, Boogie Nights, <laughs> Boogie Nights is one movie, yeah. but also uh, the big hit, a movie no one liked. I mm. thought he had a certain uh, like likable charisma. Honestly, he has like four or five movies that are actually great. And then he, yeah, uh, pain and my, pain. my, my, my yeah. opinion on him is he's a guy that has the keys to Hollywood and can do whatever he wants. However, he chose to do the. The big money things and cash in and everything where he could have been making good art with really good directors, yeah. which is how he started his career, yeah. trying to work with really great directors, working with mm -hmm. Tim Burton, working with Paul Thomas Anderson, working with those guys. And but it was so, too early, man. Back then, people just saw him as that you know former rapper who had the muscles. Yeah, but that's so why he like, had the uh, the forethought to work with these great directors and learn everything, and then no, he know, made not, great pictures. But I'm then not he's like, with you. I'm saying that I'm saying yes, he had that foresight. Yeah. But Hollywood wasn't ready to accept him as that. Right. But yeah. anyway, he built a really great resume, and then he used that resume to cash in on just Hollywood BS and making like movies that really don't have any staying power. Movies that I'm not going to watch in six months after they're done, you know? Except for Boogie Nights. Boogie Nights is so Boogie Nights good. I can go back yeah. to. I can, also, yeah. I can also go back to the big hit. Not necessarily for Wahlberg, but more for my man Bokeem Woodbine. Mm. Bokeem Woodbine <laughs> is, is like the most We're underappreciated yeah. Bokeem guy Woodbine's fan, so I'll give you that. Yeah. yeah. Him and Ed Harris. I've been watching uh, Westworld, and Ed Harris. You can tell what you're watching. Back in the yeah, light, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I'm get, we got off the point here. Um, what I was getting at is Mark Wahlberg has done some really good work, and I like that he's not afraid to extend himself to go beyond the roles he's been kind of uh, not necessarily pigeonholed in, but tends to fall back to uh, periodically. And this was not his strong suit, man. This was not the way to go. And this is him trying to play. Yeah, I'm in a military role playing a badass, but I'm a cerebral badass. You know, I'm the guy who plans things. I'm the guy who makes the hard decisions. And then I'm the guy who's going to make sure this mission succeeds regardless. Mm. And all it makes him seem like is kind of a callous dick who it's like, you've worked with these folks for years. I don't buy it. I'm not getting that in your rapport with these cats. I'm not getting that in your presentation of this particular actor. He gives him a quirk, which comes off as just kind of like a nervous tick. Yeah. Then, um, then the, uh, it, it, what I'm. What I'm getting at is I was looking for Wahlberg to be the one that got me through this. Like everyone else was just like that was that was icing on the cake. Mm -hmm. Wahlberg was the was the was the meat of this one. And I feel like he let me down. Mm -hmm. um, I don't want to bag on this too much. I will say they had a premise that would have been tough for anyone to do, you know, short of maybe um, I almost said Brian Singer. Uh, I meant. Um, oh, come on. Uh, uh, directors. Yeah. 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 Um, Brian De Palma. Uh, yeah. Uh, short of maybe Brian De Palma, I don't think anyone could really give life and uh, give juice to a, 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 a film like this. And why I say that is because it's an interesting selection of directors too. Uh, well, no, definitely. He's um, great. It's just, it's just, it's a picture where you've got endless amounts of talent in the cast, and the story itself should be one. It's complex, but if you just have that, like, um, you just have that uh, that margin of talent behind it. You yeah. can pull it off. Yeah. Well, it just seems and like everyone a... was wasted, uh, dude. John Malkovich is one yeah. of the best. I, I think. I, I think arguably one of the best actors of our time. Yeah, yeah he's great. Yeah. yeah, he's fantastic, and he's also done some crap, mm -hmm. which is <laughs> it, it's it's fine for actors to do that too. It's fine for actors to take jobs, and that's great. And well, like we're here to judge their art, uh, you know, and it seems shallow. Look, I'm tired of apologizing of for yeah. that accent he did in Rounders. Okay, it's not my fault. <laughs> yeah. The Russian guy, yeah. Russian yeah. Guy. yeah. <laughs> anyway, but, like Mark Wahlberg has been cashing in and cashing big checks off of recent tragedies that happened like <laughs> just a few years before. Like Patriots Day was one of the worst movies I've ever seen, mm. and not just from like a, a like a recent kind of like sore spot with Boston audiences. I'm talking about like just poor filmmaking, poor writing, just mm. poor acting, like just a really bad movie. It, it would be one thing if it was done well, like the recent mm. Mark Wahlberg movie. 
Um, and not Mark Wahlberg. I'm sorry, a Jake Gyllenhaal movie about uh, one of the victims okay. of uh, the Boston Marathon bombing. Well, no, he's had some stinkers. This is true. But let's not have that be any specific bearing on Mile 22. I'll tell you why Mile 22, unfortunately, disappointed me. I'm going to give this a thumbs down mm. because it's a, it's, a, it's a picture about this military team. They're infiltrating a, essentially a war zone. It's not The city's not actively under siege, but everyone's after them. And this place goes straight to hell immediately. Mm. And they're meant to extract this one guy who has information. Now, um, when they get this guy into their custody, all hell breaks loose and everyone's trying to kill them. And people die. Antagonists die in this. Uh, Excuse me. uh, Protagonists die in this. And I I like the fact that it wasn't afraid to uh, take that chance. But the way they do seems really wasteful. This is not the efforts of a trained military team. This is not a strike force in action to hone to perfection. This is not a team that's worked together, etc. This is a bunch of people who could be on like their first day out of training camp. Mm-hmm. And I felt that for the way they were portrayed, they should have been much more, much better orchestrated. So if it's Wahlberg's job, he looks sloppy at his job. Very much yeah. so. Okay. Very much so. And right. as the picture goes on, we start seeing a lot of mediocre performances from people who I know can do better. Mar- uh, 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 John Malkovich is hamming it up, and I know he's so much better than that. Lauren Cohen, who I've seen do like dramatic roles where she's mm. in like uh, uh, just just uh, emotional aggression. Yeah, yeah. And I got little to none. Well, of Well, you rise to the level that's around you. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, but look I at mean, Con Air. Come on, Malkovich was good in that, stop, but he's like stop he's, that right now. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, Dave Chappelle's finest. Um. Damn, I lost my point. Thank yeah, you, Dave, you lost it. Oh, Ronda Lesson. Rousey, believe it or not, is the most impressive in this huh. because her acting has come so far than where it was before. Hmm. I remember her in Fast and the Furious where all she had to do was play a convincing fighting badass and deliver a couple of lines. And she played a convincing fighter. The lines were garbage and brought down her entire performance. Well, now she in has this, to actually convince people that she is that badass yeah, because and, once she got punched in the face and... People realize that yeah. she's, you know, destructible. She had to well, actually. Act. No, I'm just saying, honestly, she has to act now. No, well, yeah, by it's on a just thing the uh, intimidation. And, no, no, and do, and I will say to her credit, she was the shining light of this. Her acting is the one thing that gave this any kind of credibility because right. I bought her in this role. She seemed like a um, like a military grunt turned mercenary who is actually capable in this position mm. and just fell into a really bad situation this mission i'll take like i got from, that yeah. from her and i actually got an emotional response with people i felt for her character as it uh, as it carried on through the movie and i was like okay you know what uh this started off a little weak but rousey's uh performance is actually giving me more hope let's see what happens now and then we get to my man from why do i why can't i remember his last name Ito. I can't remember his last name. It's it starts with a U, because it's like, yeah, it's 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 very it's not a common one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, which is kind of a bummer. I'll look it up afterwards, and but we'll he's all, the man anyway. I'll edit yeah. it in later on. It'll sure, be like yeah. Mike and 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 the, the star Ito. You know, Ito Weiss. Yeah. 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 Okay, thank you very much. Eco Uwas 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 U W A S U W A I S. We have butchered uh, this, the pronunciation of this man. And, uh, and underneath him it says Lee Nor. Yeah, I guess that's his movie name. That's his role. Yep, that's yeah. his role. Yeah. yeah. Um, Anyways, he's line, so good. Yeah. He's and, good personally. What yeah. it comes down to is everybody was wasted in this, and there was some badass fighting. They used him to it to, uh, uh, very effectively. There's a close quarters battle scene where I thought it would go. Uh, it would be completely um, uh, 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 Jason Bourne, mm. where it's like the camera's shaky. You can't tell what's happening because that's like the um, the popular thing to do with close quarters yeah. combat. Do you remember who directed instead, this? Thing? Uh, uh, no, no, I don't. I didn't. I Johnny, didn't you got it up there. Uh, I will have it in a sec. Yeah. All right, uh, the close quarters action was really well done, and that's Peter Berg. Much it. <sighs> Peter Berg, of course it was. <laughs> uh, I, I, I can't really give this compliments. And the thing is, I'm really, I really want to because I'm impressed with, I've been impressed with most of this cast outside of this picture. And I like the fact that Wahlberg was willing to take a chance. I like the fact that uh, we can see actual progression in Ronda Rousey's performance. Um, I just feel like it reached for the stars and it fell completely fat, flat. Yeah. If uh, this was like a, if this was like a twenty-sided die roll, this was a crit, this was a crit fail. Ooh. It was, it was, it was, it was just right. hard. To it watch, looks that way. Hard to sit through, yeah. and I mean, I, I really feel bad about this because this is one of those rare, rare, rare pictures where it's like the actor tried to go outside of his uh, his his comfort zone, and I got to give it a thumbs down yeah. for that. This is like the Peter, uh, Peter Berg and Mark Wahlberg are like the Leonardo DiCaprio and Scorsese of bad movies. 
Because <laughs> <laughs> they always work together and yeah. don't make anything of lasting power. Well, wait a minute. Wasn't Wolf of Wall Street? No. no. That was Scorsese. That's Scorsese. Yeah. 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 Oh. I'm saying they make good movies. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Peter gosh. Berg and Mark Wahlberg don't make anything that you remember after two years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that's a bummer. It's yeah, um, yeah, called Mile 22. It's still in theaters and performing okay. Okay. It's not yeah. doing great. But um, if you want to see it, my official recommendation is a thumbs down. And it very rarely hurts me to do so. Yeah. But, you do have yeah. a hard time doing that. But as a very quick aside, uh, Peter Berg does have one of my favorite movie roles as Dexter Rutecki in Aspen Extreme. Mm. We'll say that. All right. Way back in the day. No accounting for taste. Okay, turning it over to Jaron, Johnny, you got to check out All-Star Fruit Racing. Indeed we did. Yeah. Yeah. Lay it all us. I think we both played it on Switch, right? We both played it on Switch, yeah. Yeah, it's a a kart racing game uh, where you play as a racer who... Or any, you can choose different racers. You race around, you collect fruits of different types, and then you charge them up and use them to uh, impede your opponents. You know, very much like Mario Kart, uh, much to its detriment. The fruit is your weapon? Yes. Yeah, so it's, um, all right, so the racers are kind of like, also, you can hit, like, the shoulder buttons, and the racers then become, instead of being the racer, it shows them as fruit. So the racers tied to a particular fruit, so you can kind of pick a racer based on a fruit. The stuff that's on the track is either fruit or sometimes, I guess, question mark, uh, flashy things. Oh, and the boxes where you get your power. Yes, a box yeah. where, where it is legitimate randomized power, yeah. and that's sort of like way too much like Mario Kart. Uh, where it's giving okay, you a random hold, hold, hold power. Hold on, you can't hate on that no, no, no. model because Crash Team Racing did that really well. Yeah. Well, what um, I'm saying is they, they went out of their way to develop this uh, sort of a fruit blender power-up mechanic system. Okay. Okay, so as you're picking up uh, the normal fruit, the non-random one, um, you're building up like this little bobble meter of fruit that's based on uh, the season. So summer, winter, fall, uh, and autumn uh, or spring. Uh, and it's in season right now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. and and they're all they're all tied to your face buttons, and you can you sort of have as you push those face buttons, you're enabling or disabling that fruit to be part of your power up blend. Okay, this sounds actually sounds pretty clever. Yes, it sounds like yeah. Um, you you said the uh, when the when the fruits are in season, they can be act- can be active as weapons. That's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, and the blending concept, if I'm not mistaken, sounds a little like a um. Oh, like a Gunstar Heroes type mechanic where you can combine mm. the weapons for uh, different powers. Is that correct? Uh, that, that yeah, yeah. Dope. it's kind of oh, like yeah. that. It's kind of like where uh, I think like winter ones are defensive. The red ones, which uh, I think might be summer, mm. are uh, r- related to speed boosts. Yep. Um, winter is ice, obviously. Ice and and they, they, they give you like snowballs and yeah. so they can be used offensive and it also depends on what what other seasons you combine it with. It's not uh, immediately intuitive as to how it works not at all. all. And the differences between the power ups, some of them are, there's just like a crazy amount of overlap in what they do. Where there's multiple shield ones, where there's one that just covers your backside, and then there's one where it's also a shield, but you get like these icicles that kind of. I don't know, they, they sort of V around you, and it's just a shield. It doesn't do anything else and different. shields. Yeah. Okay, well, you know, uh, uh, the cold is lethal to fruits. Sure. Yes. Except <laughs> for the winter fruits, I guess. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, and um, and there's there's other power-ups where, where you throw out, like, I'm, a tornado I'm, I'm thing. i all this so far. Why yeah. are you so blasé about it? The blaseness is just the blaseness and how the game implemented all of it. So this runs on the Unreal Engine. It looks good if you were to look at a screenshot yeah. when you're actually playing this the frame rate is so bad it and that's like a one number one like no no for racing games really? you do you not make some, a racing game with a bad frame rate well, you have some video going on yeah background. oh yeah you I can thought, see I the choppiness that, was, well, that is that chopping like crazy that's not the video quality that's actually that's actually gameplay uh, the yeah that's actual gameplay yeah, yeah. it is that choppy it runs at if I had to guess, in between like 20 and 25 frames per second, yeah. if I had to guess, it's slow. Yeah, it, yeah, it's, it's, a, yeah. it's a mess. It yeah. like really, I mean, see, it all blurs. It's hard to see where you're going. To. This it's, is on the Switch, which it which does have the hardware to handle. Yes. Um, yeah. It. I mean, it's not it's not a platform problem, right? Uh, the Unreal Engine has ran other many impressive games, all of which are on Switch and stuff like that. It's not that. 
the problem is sort of just the care and the polish work that wasn't there because there's other things that are like have huge blemishes like the load screens oh, right God. you have a load yeah. screen at the very front as soon as you start start up the game which takes like a minute it's really long or a, maybe longer in a minute yeah, you get a lot of load screens. Like, this yeah. is like playstation 2 level load yeah. screens off a game yeah. that's like on my switch's hard drive yeah. so there's not like a disc it's reading and loading up it's just it's oh, on there. Yeah. It should oh, be no, baby. fine. What is you doing, baby? And, and then, baby, and then that start screen, you hit a button, and it doesn't load. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's kind of ridiculous, like, the loads, and then you uh, are these, start are up, these, like... like, 4K graphics on here we're talking about? Is that what's no, what going on? It, no. So, graphically, as I said, it is... Uh, it looks pretty. Um, it's very... It's a very colorful game. There are colors galore all over the place. It's not... It's not going to wow you with the graphics, but it's not... It's not like awful looking graphics by any means. It's That's the only thing I could think that could justify those yeah. load times if it is it's going for I, like super high definition. Uh, I, I think it's just how the game was developed and how much time and, and care sort of went into polishing and streamlining things. I think they just released this game way too soon. They decided not to fix the frame rate. They decided not to fix the loading times. Uh, and it's not just those things. It's the feel of the game, the, the physics and the way the yeah. handling of the vehicle is. You expect good handling in a racing game. It's all about the handling of your of your vehicle in this oh, instance wait, a cart does that, does that vary um by class by, there, by auto class i haven't figured out if Not there really. is a class system between the different racers no i don't think there's any real difference from race to racer it's just whatever look or fruit yeah. you uh really prefer i guess the, oh. yeah the, they're all they all slide yeah. around like it, like they're running around on ice yeah uh, yeah it's yeah. pretty much it, it, that ties into like the physics of of the racing and how the vehicles handle it, it's clearly not running on some like real realistic ish uh and i say realistic ish because i mean mario kart it feels right for what you're seeing and what you're playing the feel of how those vehicles handle feel right this one it is as you said it feels like the vehicles are sliding in place and the level is sort of sliding underneath you as you're going through it and your vehicle doesn't feel like it's actually traversing uh the world itself it doesn't Damn. you mean feel this is like, like it. this is like the nintendo switch version of those old old kids toys where it's supposedly a quote-unquote racing oh, game. Yeah. You'd hit the on switch, and you'd have the little oh. shift on the side and the wheel, yeah. but it was just like a moving scroll behind a yeah, stationary yeah. picture of a car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And turning the wheel just moved yeah, like, actually, along that, that yeah. screen. So yeah. if this was an homage to that, yeah. I mean, I'd give it a thumbs up, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm pretty sure they did not have that in mind, oh. yeah, intentionally. And, it, and there's other things. Actually, they'd be kind of gangster if they did, though. <laughs> There, there's other issues with it, like the uh, the collision detection is awful. <laughs> so you get uh, you're trying to use like a lot of the power ups are kind of are completely pointless. And I know Mario Kart has like bad power ups, but they're ne they never feel completely pointless. Uh, so they they at least have some degree of usage, right? Yeah, in this that, one, that that, that that blue turtle shell, for example, is yes. uh, is perfect for building <laughs> friendships. Yeah. The uh, um, like the speed boost. You speed boost and you're expecting, uh, if you're speed boosting through an enemy that's directly in front of you, and these vehicles are are pretty wide, so it's hard, you're gonna bump into people that are in front of you. But in Mar the way in like Mario Kart and other kart racers is, you bump them to the side dramatically, and they get like a little bit of a slowdown as you're sort of speeding through that, and they do not slow you down. That's yeah. the key thing. And Luigi like slows down, yeah. grills yeah. them, and says something anti-Semitic. And right. this one, it doesn't do that. This one, you're, you, your speed boost, uh, it doesn't, when you bump into them, it doesn't slow you down, but you're pushing them forward. <laughs> yeah. So it's like you're speed boosting them. It's, yeah. It's like, gotcha, motherfucker. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. Take yeah. That. And all the items just, you know, the, all the, those cool items we talked about, like, are useless. Like, I've hit so many racers in front of me with, like, tornadoes that just, uh, and I've stayed in, like, third place yeah. afterwards, too. Oh, the AI. Well, that's the problem. See, they're, they're uh, throwing yeah. tornadoes. If they threw, if they threw shark nados, <laughs> there you go. Well, they're fruit nados. Yeah. Fruit nados. Fruit nados. Okay. Yeah. yeah, the, um, my fruit roll up lasso <laughs> on there and reel them back. The, uh, the AI is another major problem in this game where it's not necessarily the AI, but it is the AI. Like, the AI doesn't have the, ran the rubber banding implemented in a way such that if you're playing the early cups or the early difficulties, which I couldn't even find. I, uh, I think the difficulty is tied to the cups, but I didn't, I didn't find any, like, uh, in Mario Kart they do, like, uh, speed settings. So yeah. I didn't find anything like that. 
Uh, and for let that be the last comparison to Mario Kart. I'm, start, yeah, I'm starting to yeah. feel like uh, yeah. I'll, I'll throw some F Zero out there or some Crash <laughs> yeah. Team Racing or Diddy Kong Racing. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll throw that. No, one. no, no. I, I want to hear you compare this to RC Pro Am. Let's go. <laughs> RC Pro Am. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so it it's the um, oh what was I getting at? Uh, you were saying the rubber AI. banding. Oh, the AI. Yeah. yeah. So the AI you would expect for your first set of races. You, for you to like just steamroll them into like complete get first place on everything and then as you get oh, unlock the harder difficulties the harder cups and stuff like that mm. the ai to slowly get more challenging as you develop more skill now that's not the case they they are they sort of have like one difficulty and it's challenging no matter what and it's challenging because it's unfair and it's unfair because the game doesn't really is it unfair well. or does the game look you in the face and say i'm not going to hold your hand get good noob <laughs> I would say it's unfair. There's an elimination mode that just eliminated me for no reason, and I still don't understand oh. how that happened. It's like yeah. playing Jeopardy against the yeah. computer. It was like eight. Yeah. It was like eight racers. Then like every couple seconds, you'd be like, "This one was eliminated." This one, I was like, "All right, oh. I'm gonna be the last one left." And then it just eliminated me, and I was like, "I didn't do anything. I was like in third place, yeah. hanging okay. out." So I'm hearing a lot of bad stuff. Yeah. Was anything like worthwhile in this game? No. I thought the <laughs> I thought the tracks looked good. Um, yeah. I like the yeah the tracks look good but the people the in the carts shot. looked horrible. Yeah. <laughs> as as a still yeah things look really good. It looks nice and colorful and stuff like that. sound effects. Oh my god, the yeah. sound effects are terrible. The music is terrible. The music sounds like uh, they went to uh, what's that like online stuff they can get. It's like a database of like free free use. Oh, it sounds yeah, like free the, use just, music. Yeah, just the sound bite music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And they that. had there there were some recordings uh, as 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 uh, Kate was sort of uh, watching me play in the background. She was like listening. There's like little cheers that your characters do. Like all right, mm. do it. And she's like, this did they just get some random person to record that <laughs> over the mic? It's like a Willem scream of yeah. cheers. Yeah. It, it sounded it the sound effects. Yeah. All right, well, are bad. Even every me. racer has like the same car horn. I noticed, yeah. which is also a useless thing, but it's also kind of like you're gonna put it in and have every racer have one. Maybe switch them up a little bit. Dang. Well, okay. Yeah. Well, what about um? What was was who made this? Was it made by a small company? Yes. And this was like their uh their first release, so maybe there was limited resource behind it. You know. All right. So let me. I can actually pull them up right now. So the publisher is uh, P Cube Limited. And the developer is 3dclouds.it, and they made All-Star Fruit, Fruit Racing Yogka, uh Justice Game. Justice Game, okay. Yeah. Oh, at least that's what I see on Steam as a list of games that they are associated with. Right, oh so my goodness, they, they're... <laughs> Their company trademark is is clouds, but it kind of looks like clouds that you get from like uh, when you're like working in Microsoft uh, like oh. PowerPoint or something like that, yeah. where you get using like their built-in oh, graphics. Say clouds you get after hitting one of these. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no. All right. So okay. So then I'm um, I'm hearing a lot of negatives. Unfortunately, not too many positives. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how would you rate this as a uh, as a as a as a first effort from a fledgling company? Uh, first effort, uh, you know, fledging or not, like, this is the thumbs down, do not release an unpolished game, uh, and especially charging $40 for it. 40 Yeah, 40. that's absurd. Yeah. 40 on consoles and 30 on PC, I just checked. 30 on PC. Is there at least any, um, any add-ons, DLCs? Are they patching any of this, uh, in the frame rate issues? There, there is DLCs, uh, for the PC version. I don't know if that, if that's tied into the, um... The, the console ones, but um, it's this is not worth $40. It's not worth no. free. <laughs> okay, I damn. would say it was worth free, but like I would say like if you I know we weren't going to compare it to Mario Kart anymore, but like if you couldn't afford Mario Kart or whatever, I would say yeah, fine if you wanted to get something, but it would be a very much a thumbs down for me. Alright. Yeah. All right. Couldn't even play it multiplayer uh, next to a person like on a couch. Damn. All right. Oh yeah, and I tried. I tried to do online multiplayer, and there was no online sessions. Wow. Yes, same. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. after the review, you just gave it. I'm not surprised. Yeah. 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 All the right. So you heard it here on the Geek <laughs> Down All Star Fruit Racing. Apparently, it's the kids' bop of Mario Kart. Yep. It's the first <laughs> game I'm gonna go home and fire up to delete. <laughs> fire up in the fire. All right. Tell us how you really feel. All right, so it's all-star fruit racing. If you do want to um, test your metal against it, it's available right now on Steam. On, oh, sorry, on uh, Switch. On Switch, Steam, uh, PS4, Four. and maybe the 
Xbox One. I'm okay, not sure so about Xbox, but yeah, definitely those other ones. Okay, so it, yeah. co- it covers it covers the consoles. Mm, yeah. All right, maybe maybe it'll maybe it'll uh, find it. Maybe it'll cut it, cut its teeth on nah. the, uh, another console and do a little yeah. bit. All right, well, I'm I'm, a, I'm an alchemist, man. Don't take this from me. Yeah, yeah. All right. Okay, so now, dude, <sighs> I gotta brace myself. Mm. It is I available got, on Xbox One. Sorry. It is available. Yeah. Okay. All right, Jer. Yep. You got to see an interesting picture. Yeah. Uh, called the Happy Time Murders. Indeed, I did. It's starring yeah. Melissa McCarthy. It is from. It is a proper uh, Henson Company production. Right. And it is all the rage. Yeah. Actually, no. It's been getting terrible reviews. But dude, we have our own opinions. Yeah. And I want to hear you break down what Happy Time Murders is about, my friend. Okay, Happy Time Murders is a sort of a cop movie with puppets, um, where the puppets swear and are, tell dirty jokes. And I, you know. I love um, puppets, man. Yeah, and I do too. So I was like happy to see it. Um, you know, there hasn't really been a ton of Muppet stuff ha- stuff happening for a while, so I'm happy to see even knockoff, no- mm. sort of knockoffs, because it is Brian Hansen. Sort of, it is proper yeah, Hansen. You know, um, it's their Hansen alternative. Ha. Um, yep. This was their. Company. This was the first. Um, this was the first production by yeah. that branch of the Hansen Company. Yeah. So it's them taking a stab at doing like dirty. Uh, more adult fare. Yes. And as for Muppets, dude, most of the Muppet stuff we've seen in the past few years has been really, really, just really all about just getting down on the knees and sucking the Muppets. <laughs> I yeah. mean, it's it's, yeah. it's complete fan service to people who grew up with the Muppets. And, um, I mean, they're, they're doing it from a more realistic, uh, modern-day perspective, right. which I do respect. Mm. But that doesn't make them really enjoyable movies. Yes, yeah. You know, we're talking about the Jason Siegel Muppet releases. Mm. That and, short-lived ABC show that yeah, happened yeah. a little bit. And I'm not hating on them. I'm just saying it. That's not new. Yeah, you know, that's just a rehashing of what we've been subjected to for years. And I say, I say, like the bad thing. It's not bad. I didn't hate on the Muppets. Yeah, but I'm happy to see something different done by the Henson Company. Same, same, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So tell us about the Happy Time Murders. Happy Time Murders. It's basically it's a very bare bones cop movie about a cop who uh, needs or a former cop who's turned PI. Uh, needs to find redemption. Uh, he's sent uh, on a mission with some by a femme fatale, and uh, puppet hijinks happen. Melissa McCarthy plays his former human partner when he yeah. was a cop. Yeah, that was the thing too. Melissa McCarthy is like ninth yeah. down the line. If you check out yeah. the um, background information on this, originally when they were going to make the movie in t- 2008, Cameron Diaz was uh, oh wow signed on the role. They was they were, had her in talks, yeah. and uh, I think she had signed contracts that lapsed. So then she walked away from the project, and they were going to bring on. They were talking about bringing on Catherine Heigl. Um, Jamie Foxx was the one I actually would have really liked to have seen. Yeah, me too. And eventually, it 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 uh, it, it came down. It, it trickled down uh, to Melissa McCarthy to actually take it on. And I think one of the main reasons for her um, getting the role or, or taking the role was she was able to bring Maya Rudolph with her. Yeah, mm-hmm. that makes sense. Yeah, Maya Rudolph's a real highlight on this thing. I think she it's, was, dude, she was my favorite part of it. Yeah, definitely. Like, and there was a lot of likable parts. There was a lot of unlikable parts, too. But I think yes, Maya Rudolph's yeah. performance is the one that I couldn't find fault with at all. Because she was... She so was, is the puppet yeah. the main Rudolph. character? He's the yes. one looking for redemption? Okay. Yes, yeah. He's, who uh, does the voice for that? Um, I don't. Uh, I, he's I, not like... Uh, he's, he's, it's, not a, it's not a known okay. um, yeah, he's not name. Like a, they did, he's a, a regular among, like... Uh, puppeteering okay. stuff, but yeah, uh, sure. they didn't like hire, you know, uh, Mel Gibson and have <laughs> yeah, him. Yeah. Which uh, Mel Gibson Bill Beretta, his name is yes. Bill Beretta. Yeah, and um, I like this uh, from the from the spe- from the perspective of it's a puppet movie that doesn't treat like oh well you know they're puppets they're strictly for kids. It yeah. puts them in realistic well it puts them in dark situations, mm. and the way it was painted was essentially Training Day. With puppets, you know, yes. Liz McCarthy's the new cop on the beat, and she's being trained by the hard-boiled veteran puppet yeah. detective, and he's taking her into his world. And that's the sense we got from the trailer, and I think that's what got most of the people who went out to see this mm. uh, early on uh, interested. And that's what got me interested. I'll, I'll be uh, full disclosure. I was like, yo, that looks dope. Yeah. And then, you know, ah, Mr. Bl- and Melissa McCarthy's going to bring the comedy. Yes, what's up? What's up? <laughs> yeah. And um, that was not the case. No. Uh, the Happy Time Murders, I will say, um, is explained very loosely. It's kind of easy to miss, but the premise of that title is the Happy Time uh, Gang is a, is, a, is a sitcom that exists in the world this, this movie takes place in, and someone's killing off the members of that cast. And why the uh, detective has a personal stake in it, 
why McCarthy is attached at all, and why they end up going somewhat rogue in this investigation. I'll leave that to you to discover if you actually decide to see this. But I will say it's rare that you see someone take such a uh, such such a such a huge leap with um, with established fare like the Henson Company is doing with yeah. this uh, Henson Alternative yeah, branch. It seems like a jump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. very much it so. Is. Yeah, and that's to be applauded when it's done well. This was uh, a prime example of like every cheap gag, yeah, uh, every weak pratfall. Everything Melissa McCarthy has risen above over the last few years, she reverts to in this picture. And I'm like, you were so close. You were doing so well. <laughs> yeah. Spy was, like, credible. Yeah. And then, actually, no, that, that, that's, not, that's not true. Um, she did that, um, that Life of the Party piece of crap earlier this year. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah. Okay, but um, what I'm getting at is this is a movie that had potential. Yeah. I was ready to see good things. I read some puppets. The, the, we showed the trailer at the start of this review, and it has the puppet blasting his um, essence <laughs> all over an office. And yeah, I love puppets. Yeah. As, as, marionettes. Okay, it's, it's Muppet stuff. You're a strictly yeah. punching Judy guy, man. I know, I know, I know your game. Or there's Ninja Turtles, man. Oh, yeah. uh, those um, Happy Time Murder suffers from, um, I, I don't know, I want to say hubris. I figured, I figured from their point of view, it was the idea that this premise is so ridiculous. Yeah. It's so yeah. balls-to-the-wall crazy that people will come see it just on the sensationalism alone. Right. And, dude, it fails, man. I was jazzed to see Melissa McCarthy uh, punched up the script. Yeah. Uh, have Maya Rudolph on there. You know, she did some writing. And none of that shines through. I know they're clever writers. I know they're good with comedy. Yeah. And all I got from this was the cheapest gags they could do. They ripped off a lot of scenes. I mentioned Training Day because that's what I thought we'd get. They rip off some scenes there and give it like a puppet edge and then do it poorly. And I'm, I'm bummed about that. A puppet edge. I love it. A puppet <laughs> edge. Yeah, dude, I don't want to yeah. seem like I'm bagging on this. I'm just trying to give a realistic perspective yeah. on uh, an audience member who went in with high hopes and just watched them like gradually tumble to the ground. I went in with low hopes. Really? And it kind of met them like well up. Like I don't disagree with anything you're saying, <laughs> which is funny, but I'm like, I was like fine with it. There's like... If I just shut my brain off and, like, enjoy how, you know, they're, they are very obvious gags. But like you said, mm-hmm. like, the fact that it exists is kind of nice, yeah. you know? And it I hope that they... shows the standard that yeah. we're kind of going to movies with sometimes, too. It's like, yeah. if I shut my brain off and I don't think at all, yeah. oh, I might not... be able to ha- pass this Well, that's not or... fair because I think... Sure it is. Every, I, think yeah. for, I think for every, like, serious, dark... Uh, cerebral movie. You need something that's just like a light, fun I'm popcorn not saying movie. Every I every movie has to be, be dark and cerebral either. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, you shouldn't have to turn your brain off to laugh either. Yeah. You know what True. I mean? I think though, it can exist where you go to a stupid movie, but you still think about it. Like Mel Brooks, you think about, like, that True. joke yeah. makes sense for this reason. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. there's, there's things like that. And, like, I would expect more of the Henson company you know what i mean like to like yeah. come out and try to go dark you probably thought they would have thought that out for well, years see, ahead of dark time. for me in terms of henson and, and uh in terms of henson puppets uh would mean something like labyrinth yeah or know, dark right. crystal um, or something like yeah, that yeah exactly and i always hated that stuff as a kid because it seemed corny to me it wasn't like badly done right and the stories were interesting as you know i got to know more about them as an adult but mm. as their target audience at the time i'm like dude this is hokey yeah, you know the amount of um. Of I didn't. Stuff. I never watched it as a kid. So uh, yeah, it's it's not it, it's not kid. I mean, it, it technically they are kids movies. Yeah, but they're not. Right. You know, this is for damn sure not a kids movie. Yeah, yeah. But it's not really hard. an adult movie too because it feels like, you know what it does feel like? It really does feel like a first effort from a uh, from an established company that's not used to doing this kind of material. Yeah. yeah. You know, so I guess I'm not I'm not forgiving it at all. Yeah. So a movie I'm, with no audience, basically. Yeah, well, pretty much, yeah. which is unfortunate. I think it would. I think it would be like it would be the exact kind of movie that like I would have like bought on DVD in college and just watched when I was like drinking with friends or getting stoned. Yeah. Like it's not a thing where I would focus on. Or maybe if I like saw it on HBO while I was getting ready in the morning, I'd watch like five minutes of it. Yeah, that's kind of that. Kind of like movie survival after a yeah. DVD release doesn't exist more. Yeah, that American Pie one. Of, yes. Uh, right. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. You know, I, I can actually I can actually go with you on that. Yeah. Um. I will. We called out Maya Rudolph. I was actually. I, I liked her. Uh, she was fun in this, and I do like that it went over the top with some of the gags yeah. that weren't like as blatant and in your face. Right. It starts off. The puppet goes to a porno store for information. I'm like, okay, this is different. 
You know, I am paying attention. <laughs> and it's then like eight millimeter others. with puppets. Well, okay, well, it is though. <laughs> eight millimeter was. But that's where exactly where he goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's yeah. Nick Cage and puppets. Oh, if only Nick Cage was in this if picture. Only. I, I want Nick Cage. Oh, in every, oh in Nick, every Cage, movie, yeah. Nick Cage in this puppet movie would be badass. Yeah. Mandy's coming <laughs> out soon. Mandy. Yeah. Pretty soon. Yeah. Oh, that's a good. One. Another week or two. Yeah. All right. All right. So, we'll we'll yeah. we'll see if we can get you out to that one, Johnny. <laughs> um. Yeah. Already got the ticket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh wait, yeah. okay, all right. You know what? No comment on that one. Yeah. Um, happy time murders. Unfortunately, um, uh, let sound me like down. It earns either of yours approval. Well, here's the here's the problem with it. Believe it or not, I'm giving it a thumbs up. Whoa, what? I know. And <laughs> let, let me let me let me back. I already threw the thumbs down on there though. You got you got to wait for the, you got to wait for the actual declaration. Mm-hmm. I was hearing nothing but thumbs down stuff. So. No, that's that's what I'm saying. And all the right. thing is, it's not a good movie. Okay. You know, but as a first effort from the Henson Company, the puppeteering was beautiful. It was spectacularly done. Like this is some of the best uh, puppeteering uh, I've I've seen. To which I'm watching this picture, and at no point did I did I think, oh yeah, that's 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 fake. They're talking about a tennis ball right there. Uh, this is someone obviously behind a wall, or you know, uh, the the floor has been lowered so they could blah blah blah. I was completely invested in that, and the only problems I had were the comedy was hack. The story was glib, and the actual like detective work in it, uh, it seemed to wrap a little too neatly. Yeah. Besides that, um, it's a puppet movie that made me forget who I was watching a puppet movie. I was actually paying attention to this and just thinking, okay, these are cats who these are people who were kind of dicks. Oh <laughs> no, they're puppets. Oh damn, all right. And the thing is, the fact that I was able to lose myself in it, and there was just tons of laughs. In the in the uh, in the theater, It'd make me think that my beats with the comedy itself are because, dude, we watch every movie, we watch every show. You know, we're the ones that are fully immersed in this, and the target audience for this isn't people who see everything, who know, can reference puppet movies from like thirty years ago and stuff. It can They're not folks be your are, brand too. You know what I mean? It'd yeah, still be a good movie. Yeah, and that's yeah. The, and that that's what that's what what I'm, I I really struggle to remember sometimes. Yeah, it's like this is not a movie meant for me. Right. But I do think it's a movie that anyone who it's meant for will really want to see. Yeah. Uh, so believe it or not, I'm actually giving it a thumbs up. Mm. Yeah. Uh, in that in that okay. in that respect. All right. Yeah. I'm giving it a thumbs up too. Uh, Whoa! Yeah. Wow! Oh! Yeah. Because oh! Like I said, I'm just happy. Johnny, it do you believe in miracles? Yes. <laughs> 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 I'm just happy it exists, and it's just like it's such a. Such a, it's kind of a fresh air, even though it sounds not, like an endorsement for them to make a better movie next time. Yes, it's yes. not more than anything. Yes. Yeah, if, right. it, if this, right. if a movie I can of get this behind level. that, I don't yeah. know, like, like Pat saying it's not a good movie, but thumbs up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like I, if, you got to put it in perspective. Yeah. You do. You're not wrong. You're yeah, not wrong. all right. Totally. I'll give you that. It is. I will say it does. I didn't know that they started making this movie in 2008, mm-hmm. and that yeah. makes a lot of sense mm-hmm. because uh, the part, the, the some plot, of the jokes are from then. Yeah. Yes, but also the plot does. Hinge on uh, a cop accidentally shooting a civilian, and uh, then oh, yeah. Yeah. that was funny in two thousand eight yeah, until it, was it happened. Like, yeah, it was like for the next re- re- ten years. That's over, why my yeah. brain has to go off in order to just like go with it because uh, it's just like just thinking about it too much on that level is like oh yeah, no, you, you, but you, like you can't you know. laugh in self defense. Yeah, yeah oh, that too no. many cook syndrome is very yeah. real, and uh, trying to be fair to this, you take all that into account, right. and then it just makes it over that. Yeah, kinda, that's why yeah. you know comedy's yes. hard to age too. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, and people yeah. look a lot of the, the old comedy movies and things like that's not funny now. It's like, but it was funny then, and like you got to put things into context. Right. Like, yeah. Like I'm not laughing at it now. I'm not endorsing it now. But then, yeah, it made sense. It was yeah, an but, old, uh, an old Howie Mandel bit. Yes. <laughs> you, sh- you shouldn't <laughs> have to do a lot of old bits as well, and they were funny when I laughed at them ten years it ago. It was funny yeah. when However, I was seven. Yes. Now it's homophobic. It's transphobic. <laughs> Andrew Dice Clay it's sold out uh, the Madison racist. Square Garden three nights in a row. Yeah, yeah. You, you and I cannot laugh at it. And Uncle Ted was touching those kids. I call it right now. Yes. I think he was sleeping with the landlord. You Bobby's should. world is disturbing. Sorry, Johnny, you're trying to say something. I'm just saying you shouldn't have to, you know, consider the development time of a right. film. In or you know, in consider that as far as you know the you're timeliness right of its comedy. You're, well, you're right too. They should come out. And then twenty years after it comes out, then you say you look back and right. say, "Oh, the comedy." Right stated. to like a movie, you shouldn't have to explain the production of. Yes, of the yeah, film. exactly. Yeah. I still well, like this. Was funny in two thousand eight, so I'm I was still going to give it a thumbs up before I found that out. Yeah. Yeah. So like, it's, right. you know, yeah. all right. I will I say, you. in the terms of animation, uh, sometimes it's just against you. The technology uh, moves yeah. much faster now mm-hmm. than it did then. 
uh, puppeteering. It just needs to be done that well. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we're going to close out with Cinema uh, Every time. Every time I keep messing up the name. Cinema Purgatorio. Made by nobody Italian. Uh, this is the project by Alan Moore. Yeah. Uh, started as a Kickstarter back in 2016, which I was actually really impressed to find because it's been going strong since then. The monthly uh, graphic novel, anthology graphic novel, combining uh, the efforts of several really popular writers really popular uh, who are doing yeah. this not for like a payday, not because you know for an assignment, but just because, dude, I like Alan Moore. I like this kind of work. Let me uh, do something that I actually care about. It's telling and, real stories, like, intensely, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, you know, it's about the storytelling yeah. as much as about, yeah. And I really want to get your opinion about this, too, because you're not just, like, a comic reader. You, well, in the case of a comic reader, you're a film guy. Yeah. And this is heavily steeped in the world of cinema. Absolutely, yeah. Mm-hmm. So the first story here is, like, it's it's harping back to, like, old Hollywood mm-hmm. and, like, exposing a lot of those old Hollywood secrets and, and calling out a lot of people by name, too. But it's all told from the voice of somebody in a morgue, like, a, basically a dead body, like, under a white sheet. Mm-hmm. And so it's just really kind of this heady experience where they're talking about all these things. And it's a fascinating read if, for anybody who's really into old Hollywood, anybody mm-hmm. who's into cinema in general, old movies, Definitely. And one thing I really like too is I was fact checking the stuff as I was reading the. Yeah, uh, reading it'll, it. it'll make you kind of dig a little bit, and uh, that's a part yeah, of the the, the, the joy of reading as well. Mm-hmm. It was all true. Like, it started Hollywood with, yeah. tidbits about like the. McCarthy it's like Sunset era. Boulevard about mm-hmm. like oh. the um, the Red Scare with people being blacklisted for writing mm-hmm. movies essentially because of the McCarthy era yep. of uh, the efforts of the uh, of the media and how they play. Yeah. Uh, in the in the witch hunt itself, mm. uh, how uh, personal agendas g- got involved, and a then, lot of my favorite stuff about uh, Ronald Reagan talking about how yeah. he was a, <laughs> basically saying he was a rat, and that how he actually investigated his second wife, yeah. his, his future that second wife, you know, that, that he would eventually uh, marry and divorce. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of really good juicy tidbits of mm. actual factual Hollywood old information that people really don't know about. I love that, and mm. it's got stories by Max Brooks. Stories by your boy Garth Ennis. Yes, um, I, I, I fame, like. Of course, yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that uh, each bit, each um, different segment of this anthology was taken from a different perspective, uh, in a different, almost a different universe. Not mm. entirely different universe because they still kept things uh, processable uh, from you know our point of view. It's not like okay, now everyone's you know green skin, four nosed, and something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but okay, one story that really moved me. I didn't understand what the hell was going on until about four pages in when I I realized, oh, this is from the perspective of people playing their avatars in a video game world. You know, and yeah. it's not as it's not as overt and blatant as something like Sword Art Online is. Yeah. So I didn't get that right away. And it's it's these kids talk about uh, they use their um their uh, animal companions and then they gamble for them and one was stolen and then it was immediately loyal to someone else. And it was fair combat, but then their ally turned on them. Like, what the hell is going on here? I think throwing you off that way too, not knowing where the story is coming from, not knowing who the narrator is, kind of makes you pay attention more too. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like I gotta hang on every word. That way, I don't miss something. So like, you're really, really like attaching yourself to the actual dialogue and the actual script. Mm And, and it so normally it makes pays you catch off. all these really weird details, and normally, that's what's it's good about it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm, so, I'm sorry, you jumped on. You, you said something very specific um, about knowing the narrators, mm. and I'm thinking to every every one of these got me as like this is an interesting story. I want to read more. Yeah. An interesting story. I want to read more. This is cool. Who wrote this? Oh, no kidding. Except when I read the Garth Ennis story. Yeah. And I'm like, no, that that that's I, I know exactly who wrote this. Yeah. I know exactly his motivation for this. Because you can smell the middle finger from Absolutely. Yeah, the couch that and you're it's, reading it it's, from. It's the one that goes the most completely off the rails and completely ba- and and the thing is, it starts off kind of like uh kind of like on a serious note, and I'm like, Oh, that's that's heavy. Okay, I see what he's doing here. And then it ends with like random gorillas on every skyscraper <laughs> yeah. uh, around the the city. I'm like, what? The hell kind of PCP? Yeah, uh, are, are you? It's like, like one of the introductions for uh, for preacher, one of the novels, and he's saying like, "Oh, suck a dead dog's whatever." Like, <laughs> he's like, "That's the most Garth, most Garth Ennis oh, passage abso- in like, ever." Yeah, you know, what I mean? you know who's writing that stuff, you and know, you got sympathetic right. characters who he immediately cuts down. I'm like, okay, this has all the earmarks, yeah. dude. Just you know, control yourself a bit. It's fun, you know. Yeah, yeah but um, the latter stories. Uh, I can see why they were saved for later. It's like they really threw like all their heat at the, at the forefront, but that didn't take away from the enjoyment of this book. 
It just felt like, okay, it's something you need to read in chapters. Because if you're going to sit there and read like straight through, then, yeah, you're going to see the quality differential. But if you uh, follow it, like a, a chapter here, a chapter there, or a story here, a story there, fall back, pick up the rest tomorrow. Give well, it a couple of days. There's a lot to chew on, too, with this. So it's not just like breezy yeah. reading, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. like you're, you're going into it with an agenda, like trying to... You know what I mean? It's not just like throwaway stuff. So it, I, I really enjoyed this book. Actually. Oh, so did I. Yeah. Dude. Well, right now, I'll say, I'll say thumbs up. Thumbs mm-hmm. up for, for, for uh, Cinema Purgatorio. And I really like that it's a Kickstarter that you can still donate to if you um, go to uh, Kickstart. <clears throat> go to kickstarter.com. You search Cinema Purgatorio. And it's got different levels. You can get like full boxes of like autographed stuff and bonuses and things. And just the fact that most people, it's like a struggling you know, early company or whatnot. They have a product. They do a Kickstarter, and it's more like, okay, um, we'll get this goal, or we'll all like you know quit and start working at the post office if we can get that yeah. work type of thing. This is like established people, and they did this for the love of doing this. Yeah, you know, and Alan Moore's the best, and I think he's probably tired of people abusing his work so much too. Well, yeah, but I mean, it could be worse. We could we this could have been done he by Frank Miller. Could be not getting paid, yeah. Yeah, that too. <laughs> yeah. Um I really want to see like a Warren Ellis take on some of this stuff. Yeah. You know, that'd be that'd be yeah, freaking cool. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I love the fact that this is done by people who care and you don't have to be a film fa- a film uh, a cineast, a film fan, fanatic, whatever you want to call it. No, but to if appreciate you are, this. Oh man, it's a joy. It, really it helps, is, yeah. but don't let that limit you. No. I realize we emphasized that at the beginning too. It was just it was just a, a, a good read. God damn it! You're right. Um, so Absolutely Cinema right. Purgatorio, it's available now. You can check it out on a kick, on donate to the Kickstarter. You can get it from Comixology. Uh, pretty sure you can request a copy at your local comic shop if you want a physical. Um, but dude, highly recommended. Is that one thumb or two? Two, absolutely. All right. Yeah, I mean, like if you're, you're a film fan like I am, so it's it's a joy to read. But like if you're not, it might get you started. So. Absolutely. All right, so we're going to climb down off the tip of this book because we've come to the end of the show. Uh, I want to thank you all for joining us for another action-packed, fun-filled episode of The Geek Down here on WEMF. I want to remind you all, if you were listening on WEMFradio.com, you can also watch us at twitch.tv slash thegeekdown. Or if you have anything you heard you want to chime in on, you want to tell us your opinions, you got questions, comments, criticisms, whatnot, you want to talk about how Johnny's killing himself with these diets, <laughs> hit us up at geekdownradio at gmail.com. Also, if you go to geek-down.com, you can see all the latest reviews and stuff. I'll update that very soon. And in the About section, all the links to our social media. Find us on Facebook. Find us on Twitter. We're on SoundCloud, iTunes, all over the mother. Soon to be back on YouTube as well. And those bastards. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys have any personal uh, Twitters you want to shout out? No. No? Yeah. No. Uh, on Twitter, I am Swing Dingling. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> can we edit that out? <laughs> no, we'll leave it that in. Oh, jeez. Yes, you can. It rhymes. You can on this show. Swing. Ding. I think we I think we yeah. found his radio. Yeah. <laughs> there right. we go. Man. I told you within 60 <laughs> minutes. Yeah, we're good. With one minute to spare. Oh, jeez. And, of course, uh, find us at uh, Facebook slash The Geek Down. Uh, Twitter at The Geek Down. Mm-hmm. Instagram. All that good yeah. stuff. I think Sound personally, fun. we will be at the Coolidge this Wednesday night for yes, our, we will. Uh, Ingmar Bergman retrospective. Oh, nice. oh yeah. so it is showing Smiles of a Summer Night, my favorite film of all time. So Ooh, yeah, we mm-hmm. will be there watching that. So if you want to join us, show up. That by the way, I'm not paid invite. by the Coolidge anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I paid for my tickets. Uh, I, I get kickbacks. We'll talk about that after. <laughs> all right. So that was a personal endorsement mm-hmm. and invitation from the one and only Black Adam Willis. I want to thank you, sir. Yes, sir. I want to thank Jer. I want to thank just Johnny. You. I want to thank Tom. Woo! And I want to thank you wonderful listeners. We'll catch you all next Monday night, 9 p.m. right here. Same bat time, same bat channel. But until then, we accent to each other. Peace. www.uglyduckstudios.com If you ready, that's on you. Listen back to any WEMF broadcast at WEMFradio.com slash podcast. Listen back anytime, anywhere, using your digital database, computer, and name of honor. Yeah. Pino Bros. Inc. Boston's best tattoos. 1100 Cambridge Street, Cambridge, Massachusetts. Check them out at pinobrosink.com, where Boston's rock scene puts ink. 
his skin. Before I became a patient of Temesca Wellness, I'd worry when my cannabis supply was running low. I need cannabis to live pain-free. Temesco Wellness is expanding its network in Massachusetts with a care center in Hudson and two new centers in Framingham and Pittsfield opening soon. Our friendly, professional staff connects with patients to understand their medical conditions and help them choose the cannabis products that provide the most symptom relief. I just called the number on their website and a Temesco Wellness specialist walked me through applying for the Massachusetts Medical Marijuana Program. Once I was approved, I went to the center in Hudson. Not only did they have my favorite strain, they recommended a low-dose edible that's helped with sustained symptom relief. Our testing and production facility in Worcester means the quality of the products we cultivate for our Massachusetts patients is controlled and monitored by Temesco Wellness from seed to display. And we apply the same rigorous standards to the third-party retail products we carry. Temesco Wellness took Visit ma.temescowellness.com to learn more and get connected to the Massachusetts Medical Cannabis Program. Temesco Wellness, quality cannabis for a better quality of life.